where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. Today, we're going to go back down to physical health with a little psychological health, a little scintilla of psychological health. Talk about why the life expectancy of men has been dropping for years now. Years. On average, life expectancy across the globe is steadily ticking upward, but the same can't be said for the U.S. of A. The reports newly published by the CDC highlight a worrying downward trend in America's life expectancy, with the country's ongoing drug crisis and climbing suicide rates contributing to a third straight year of decline. Oh, we'll get to the suicide rates. As Lenny Bernstein, very Jewish name, just anecdotally, incidentally, Notes for the Washington Post, the three-year drop represents the longest sustainable decline in expected lifespan since the period of 1915-1918, which if you guys know your history, which they don't teach anymore because they want to keep you dumbed down and stupid about history and ethics because those who control the present control the past. Those who control the past control the future, good or Orwell. Then you know that's World War I and the, the pandemic, the flu pandemic that happened afterwards. Now the drivers are drug overdoses, which claimed 70,000 lives in 2017-2018, and suicides, which numbered more than 47,000 over the same period. Both of these figures rose between 2016 and 2017. Quote, life expectancy gives us a snapshot of the nation's overall health, says CDC bought-off, paid-off whore Robert Redfield, said in a statement. Quote, and these sobering statistics are a wake-up call that we are losing too many Americans too early and too often to conditions that are preventable. Well, you know what? If your whores in the revolving door of Big Pharma over at the FDA and at the CDC weren't approving so many of these drugs and taking kickbacks for approving a lot of these opioids, we wouldn't have this problem. Oh, by the way, yeah, if your friends in the FDA weren't passing and, and approving parabens, plastics, fluorides, food dyes, preservatives in the food that all increase your chances of getting cancer, we wouldn't have this problem either. According to Ars Technica's Beth Moll, 2015 marked the first recorded drop in U.S. life expectancy since 1993, with Americans shaving off a point one years off their lifespan. This doesn't sound like a lot, but you know we should be going upward, not downward. The same proved true in 2016 and 2017. Kathleen O'Grady's writes... A separate Ars Technica piece making the latest projection 78.6 years down three tenths from 2015's 78.8. Broken down by gender, men could expect to live an average of 76 years down from 76.2. Although the country's aging baby boomer population factored into the decline, Mike Stobe of the AP reports that the increased deaths among younger and middle-aged Americans, particularly between 22 and 44, had an outsized effect on calculations. Yeah. 
People die in their 20s and 30s. And why are they dying in their 20s and 30s? Las drogas, wey, las drogas. Also, tons of obesity. The overall number of deaths across the U.S. totaled 2.8 million, or 69,000 more than in 2016. Of the top 10 leading causes of death, heart disease, cancer, unintentional injuries, drug overdoses, that's the unintentional injuries, chronic lower respiratory disease, stroke, Alzheimer's, diabetes, influenza, and pneumonia, kidney disease, and suicide, only cancer witnessed a decrease in mortality rates. Seven, including suicide and unintentional injuries, increased. Well, look. Let's look through these. And we have a video. Oh, my God. I can't remember which one it was. It's probably in the 150s or 200s where we, where we analyze the top 10 leading causes of death and talk about how all of them are talked pretty much connected to lifestyle choices. Heart disease is a lifestyle choice. Eat too much trans fats, too much greasy food, too much LDL cholesterol, too much sugar. Cancer is the same thing connected to diet. Uh, chronic lower respiratory disease that can be caused by smoking. Stroke is another one that's lifestyle. It's essentially a heart attack of the of the of the brain. Alzheimer's, what we call we call that now type three diabetes. So there's links between that and eating crap processed frankenfoods. Diabetes clearly is a lifestyle choice unless you have type one. Influenza, what? Influenza kills the is the eighth biggest killer every year. What? Why don't we hear this? Why are we locking down for influenza? Oh my god. Kidney disease, people putting on dialysis, that's connected to obesity, type 2 diabetes. And suicide. Well, <laughs> a lot of things are connected to suicide, unfortunately. Josh Katz and Margot Sands Katz of New York Times note that the rising number of overdose deaths correspond with the growing use of synthetic opioids and as fentanyls. Deaths involving fentanyl increased by more than 45%, while deaths from legal painkillers remain stable. Well, that, that's comforting to know from legal painkillers. 45% up in fentanyl. To date, the overdose epidemic has wrought the most devastation in Northeast, Midwest, and Mid-Atlantic states. Yeah, because that, yeah, that's where the economy dried up. See, that's where we had all the factories. Now we got the rust belt for like the last 40 years, 50 years, because we shipped all those jobs to China through NAFTA and even before that. So these small towns, mostly white people, mostly battleground states, right, in Ohio and Pennsylvania, got no jobs. So those young people just turn to drugs. They lose their job. And from the red pill perspective, we know you ain't bringing down the, the, the money. You're going to lose the honey. So these men who lose their jobs lose their wives. Profose law. What have you done for me lately? And then um, then they start doing the drugs or they did the drugs before. Either way, we know the opioid epidemic and the suicide epidemic are both predominantly men, which we'll talk about in a second. Robert Anderson, chief of the Center for Health Statistics Mortality Branch, tells the Post-Bernstein that the leveling off of prescription drug deaths may be the result of public health initiatives designed to curb the widespread availability and subsequent abuse of such medicines. Still, the rising prevalence of fentanyl, which is often mixed with heroin and falsely marketed as heroin, means the nation's drug crisis is far from over. All right, look. Big Pharma has to do and it is is primarily the big uh, culpable agent in what's gone on with the opioid epi epidemic. Opioids are going to be like hydrocodone. Uh, so so let's back it up. So morphine comes from the poppy plant. So morphine is a natural analgesic, or it's a natural painkiller. 
So from there, we we extract that to make heroin, true heroin. But we have opioids. So hydrocodone, you might know that. Vicodin is hydrocodone with Tylenol. Lortab is the same thing, hydrocodone with, with Tylenol. So these are all prescription drugs that were overprescribed, and the big pharma knew that they were heavily, heavily, heavily addictive. And it got people hooked on it. And it was to their benefit because, of course, they're making more money off of these things. And then when the people, for whatever reason, can't get any more prescriptions because they fell off the ladder, hurt their back, and they ran out because they're using the drugs too much, well, the body will take heroin because heroin is essentially opium, and these are opioids. So blame who needs to be blamed, Big Pharma, which if you go back to the back catalog of The Awakening, you'll see Big Pharma as being the culprit for quite a bit. Big Pharma with its complicit horror lobbyists in Washington. In terms of deaths from suicide, Bernstein writes that there's a huge disparity between urban and rural Americans. The suicide rate among urban residents is 11 per 100,000 as opposed to rural, which is 20 per 100,000. Wait for it. Let's see if they bring it up. Hold on. Quote, higher suicide rates in rural areas are due to nearly 60% of rural homes having a gun versus less than half of homes in urban areas. Says Keith Humphreys of Stanford Union, blah, blah, blah. Who cares where he's from? Quote, having easily available lethal means is a big risk factor for suicide. Close call. You know, I don't I don't deny that, that, having guns, but that's not the main factor. Let's break it down. We have this. This is one of the first episodes I did. There is an episode here. 70% of suicides are done by adult men. Where is it mentioned in the this, this Smithsonian Magazine article? They don't want to mention that. We want to think it's all teenagers, 13 Reasons Why. And I did a video, I did, I'm sorry, I did an episode here, how actually they, they found out later that 13 Reasons Why did increase suicide risks and suicide ideation in teenagers. But the Netflix was like, no, it doesn't, no, it doesn't. Of course it does. But the majority of people who kill themselves are men. Where do we hear that? Where is that in the news? Feel bad for the men. Because we know they don't want to feel bad for the men because we are disposable. We are disposable. You are the plow horse. You go work. If you pull your back, if you lose your job, we don't care. If you get hooked on alcohol, we don't care. If you don't believe me, look at where are all the all-female shelters? Tons of them. Where are all the all-male shelters? Under the freeway overpass. That's where they're at. So men get stuck on the streets. Women get shelters. There's no outreach for men. We don't care that men are taking their lives because we're disposable. So look, guys, there's a lot of reasons why our life expectancy is going crap. But as you as a red pill man know, there's multiple aspects to becoming and going your own way. One is physical health. So keep your weight down. Stop eating the Franken-food craps. Just go to the back catalog. We have tons of stuff on that. Eat a paleo diet, or if you want to do Mediterranean, but eat a paleo diet. If God didn't make it, don't eat it. Move your body. Exercise. Get your sleep. Lower your stress. How do you lower your stress? Don't be married. But lower your stress. Take care of your health. Keep your weight down. The way they know you're overweight is don't go by the BMI. Just do your height in inches, divide it by two, and your waist needs to be lower than that. So if you're 72, I'm sorry, if you're 6'4", 6'4", you're 78 inches. Divide that by 2, that's 39. So your waist needs to be less than 39. What else? Psychological and emotional health. Why do you think these people are killing themselves? They lost their job 
Maybe their wife left them. Maybe they haven't purged their demons. They're alcoholics or drug addicts. So you got to work on your emotional health. Purge those childhood traumas. Purge that, that PTSD from dating from your ex-wife or whatever. Purge your demons. Go to therapy, journal, whatever it takes. Exercise. Don't be on antidepressants as a whole because they cause colossal side effects. But you got to work on your psychological health. If not, you're just going to be boozing it and doing drugs and, and binge eating all day. So work on those things. And of course, the one of the other classic spokes is religion, I would recommend. And the other one is, of course, staying away from women and being at least level two MGTOW. But this is this is a distressing thing that our, our life expectancy is shortening. I mean, we have worked so hard throughout human history to prolong it. And we've done a great job if you compare it to what it was in ancient Rome or even in the Renaissance. But now we're the first generation that's being born, or these kids are being born, they're going to have a shorter life expectancy than the previous generation. Why? Because our food is full of crap, carcinogens. And we just don't care, take care of ourselves, and the government doesn't really take care of us by cleaning out these toxins. Plus, if you just look at social media, increases depression. Of course, COVID, 2020 has been a horrendous year. You see the rise of divorce, which not necessarily is a bad thing, but the rise of, of, of domestic disturbances, the rise of job loss. I mean, this has been a tough year. But just understand, we are under attack from so many levels. But ultimately, we are responsible for what we put in our mouth. So don't booze. Don't eat crap food. Exercise. Only you care about your body. Only you. So you need to do it. You need to take care of yourself. Understand the enemies around us, the fifth column, and say screw you to all of them and take care of your body. Your body is a temple you didn't create your body. It was given to you as God. You're a steward of your body. So take care of it the best that you can and avert all of these toxins. And don't kill yourself, please. Website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check it out. In the episode notes, you'll see a link to PayPal. If you want to donate some money, we would appreciate it. Also, in the in the episode notes, you'll see a link to the website Naturopathic Earth. Click on that. Click on the articles and click on the Amazon links under the food recipes, and that'll take you to Amazon. Anything that you buy within 24 hours going through our links, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. We would appreciate that. Go buy my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can find them on Amazon, Kindle, or paperback. If you want some one-on-one coaching from the Red Pill perspective or weight loss or weight maintenance, contact me through Clarity FM link. And as always, please subscribe to this channel. We would appreciate it. Do it right now. It takes you two seconds. Do it right now. I know how many people listen to this. And if everybody or even 50% of the people who listen to these episodes posted a review, I would literally have like 2.1 million reviews. So please do it. It helps with my analytics. And go check out Confessions of an Obishad, which is our podcast channel feed on addictions and early childhood trauma, because maybe you have some of those and we process those out. There's about 80 episodes over there. And then we have a, a channel uh, that started as Essential Oil Channel, but now it's more about female health. We just did one on, on should women eat their own placenta. And uh, we have other episodes about things that are attacking women. Things that are attacking women. Like we just did one on, on parabens and cosmetics being causing harm to, to women and increasing their chances of infertility. All right, guys. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcast and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember... Freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.